listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. And so to Queen Creek we uh, go to see Aaron, who is now uh, enrolled in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school. Congratulations. Three questions, got two or three correct, and you graduate. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it, Aaron. You probably saw that little Richard passed away, right? Yeah, very Okay, so here's your first question about Little Richard. Where was he from? Was he from Macon, Georgia, Clitoria, Tennessee, or Eugene, Oregon? Oh, my goodness. It's not the middle one. Um, I don't think. (laughs) Let's go with Eugene, Oregon. No, Macon, Georgia. Yeah, Aaron, can you do us a favor? Can you point to a place on the map where you would find Clitoria, Tennessee? I'm willing to bet you can't find it. I feel like it's in a canyon somewhere. Could Bingo. be, yeah. In a valley. So, Aaron, <laughs> which uh, which of these three was a nickname given to Little Richard? Was it the engineer of rock and roll? Was it the architect of rock and roll? Or was it the assistant night manager of rock and roll? Oh, my goodness. You guys are making it so hard. I'd say the first one. The engineer of rock and roll is incorrect. It was the architect of rock and roll. Although I'm fairly certain at some point, little Richard went, (laughs) choo-choo. And I don't know if he ever drew up any plans either. But anyway, let's see if you can get this one, Aaron. What was the name of little Richard's backing band? Was it the Milwaukee Tumors? Was it the Upsetters? Or was it the Actuaries? Gosh, you guys. Um, let's go with the actuary. <laughs> no. Do you know what an actuary is, Erin? I have no idea what an actuary is. An actuary is very good with numbers. My guess is during the early part of Little Richard's career, numbers were not his thing, and he got ripped off a lot. No, actuaries are like the uh, like Ben Stiller in Along Came Polly. They calculate the financial financial uh, impact of risk is what they do for insurance companies. Sexy work is what it is. What was the real answer, though? The upsetters. Uh, Gosh, I know nothing about Little Richie, obviously. Clearly. (laughs) I think you just called them Little Richie, too. Yeah, which is even funnier. (laughs) Hang on the line. We'll get you taken care of anyway because Lord knows you could use it. Hang on, Aaron. I can Thank you. You're welcome. Ooh, had that been a NBA playoff series, Aaron would have been swept in yeah. four games. Well, here's the thing. If you're going to be, if you, I've always said this, you're either going to be great or you're going to be absolutely awful. Don't be in the middle. Don't be mediocre. Mediocre speaks to nothing. Aaron went to one side of that scale right there. Yes, she did. And good for her. Now, yesterday on the Mark and the Interpol show, we had Steve Chukri on the phone with us. You're like... The heck is Steve Chukri? He is the head of the Arizona Restaurant Association. So he was talking about like some of the changes you would have seen yesterday had you gone to a restaurant. Yeah, because apparently in some places like Tempe and stuff, restaurants were were packed. There were a lot of people hanging out. So um, let's all be smart. So that we all don't have to go back to our rooms. I, I saw that some people in some restaurants, the cooks and the servers are not wearing masks, which I thought would be kind of almost a given. At yeah, this point. but there are a couple of changes, though, that are universal that are going across the board right now. And, and Steve told us about them. Well, here's one he described. And this, this is a little different. Uh, your your restaurant table is not going to look the same and that it will likely not have your salt and pepper shakers or your Tabasco sauce, your sweet and low, those types of things. 
Uh, we're going to try to keep things as clean as we can, and those will be provided to you uh, should you request them or need them. Basically, what he's saying is no condiments on the table anymore. Yeah. Got to ask for them. So if I'm asking for ketchup, one thing I'm going to say to the server is, would you bring it so that when I turn it upside down with the cap off, I actually get a pour? Yeah, that's only, I, that's the that's the that's the the, the ketchup logjam is is usually an issue. <laughs> I don't know I, that I've ever gotten a clean pour out of a ketchup bottle the first time around in a restaurant. Yeah, and if you and if you do get a bottle of ketchup in a restaurant and it's brown, send it back. Ketchup is red, and the brown ketchup has been left out of the refrigerator too long, so don't yes. do that. But I, but the logjam, um, there are several different methods. This, I think this is why squeezable ketchup bottles were were, were brought into existence. I, I I believe so. There, let's face it. They're a lot more efficient, usually. Yeah. You know, once, you, once you turn the thing over, you squeeze it out a little bit, you get a little of that sort of watery bit out. You do that if you the shake sink. the ketchup bottle, that doesn't happen, though. E, that can help, yeah. yes. It's like, it's, it's like, like, a, it's like yep. dressing, like salad dressing. You have to yep. sort of mix it up before you do it. Same thing happens with mustard, where you yeah. get that little bit of water first yeah. if you're not careful. But, right. um, yeah, the, the ketchup thing, I don't think I've ever gotten a clean pour. I require an extra butter knife. At the table, okay. because that's generally my method of clearing the log jam in the the bottleneck, if you will, with the ketchup bottle. Yeah, or or you could use the shake weight methodology, where you just sort of jerk it back and forth a little bit and see how that works out. But that that usually doesn't work out, and you have a good chance of getting ketchup on the person you're having dinner with. Yes, so that doesn't work, or yeah. or the, you know the back and forth thing to try and create the Snake River type deal to try and mm-hmm. get it to kind of go around the coagulated I mean, ketchup and then some, back in. Yeah, I mean you can shake it and everything, but I. You know, what do you, I guess pounding on the bottom of the bottle is probably the the tried and true methodology. I suppose the the knife will clear the logjam, but then you got a messy knife. And when, here's the problem with pounding on the bottle: I, I don't know what it's made of, but the bottom of a ketchup bottle might be the hardest substance known to mankind. The every edges, time, the, yeah, the edges of the glass. Yeah, every time you 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 bang the bottom of a ketchup bottle, you bruise your hand. I mean, you hurt like literally hurt yourself. <laughs> And all I want is some ketchup, which I think is why again wear the squeeze bottle. Maybe we do ketchup in a in a in a like a like a sugar bowl, where you just take your your teaspoon and you can just spoon it. Certainly, out. it's served that way sometimes. You know, when you get fries, sometimes you yeah, have a little a, little disc of ketchup yeah, there. That, I don't know. Probably be better. Yeah, the struggle is real. Is what Certainly we're saying is, with yeah. that ketchup bottle. I'm telling you, I've never gotten a clean pour. No, but you know. Like I said, maybe we'll get those ketchup packets back soon. The little plastic ones. At all fancy restaurants. Which are always good because when you try to tear those open with your teeth, you always get a piece of the ketchup thing stuck between two teeth. And it's another story. It is Tuesday, the day after the Monday, where restaurants reopened. Yes. And I have yet to go out to a restaurant. There, well, you were in a minority, it looked like, yesterday because, the, I mean, the, the crowds that I saw... Looked pretty impressive for now, the first the day. Like, uh, there's, uh, I'm sort of conflicted about this because I want people to go out to restaurants. I want people to support these businesses that have been shut down for two months and have really been struggling to make their bills and, and take care of the people that work for them and yep. all the things that come with it. I want that to be the case. I also don't want there to be a second wave of this thing that sends us all back into our caves right. for another three months or whatever it's going to be. Well, I, on that topic, I mean, remember Governor Ducey last week. Governor, I, it's all about good habits is really what it's Washing about. Washing your hands, avoid touching your face, covering your butt. So I think this is yeah. something that's just going to be good manners going forward. So let's keep it up. Did covering he, your butt is he, probably really, the most important. Did you really say covering your butt? He did. Oh, um, okay. So uh, yesterday, everybody was in restaurants and they interviewed some of these people. And 
And there was, I was reading one of the articles about it on one of the local websites, and they're in a couple, uh, Peter and Nanette, who were very happy to be out. They said they were not worried about getting sick because the restaurant had instituted different protocols and cleaning measures and so forth. Let me read Peter's quote here. It's kind of interesting. Okay. He says, I think the best of us comes out during adversity, and we've learned how to social distance. We've learned how to cover our cough, said Peter, who is a doctor. Wait, what? <laughs> we, we've learned that? Didn't, didn't Peter know that? Didn't Peter know that going into this? He is a doctor, after all. He's I, not my doctor. <laughs> just, you know, we've learned how to cover our cough. I'm hoping that he didn't pick this up in the last couple of months. I'm hoping that was something he picked up years ago. Now, I'm no doctor, and here's why. In order to be a doctor... First of all, you have to be a high school graduate. That kind of goes as a given. Yes. Then you have to complete a four-year undergraduate program. Okay. All right. Then you got to do four years in med school. Yes. Then you got to do up to maybe seven years. I, don't know, I mean, it can be between three and seven years of, like, medical residency. Yeah. And then then you have to pass a big-ass test yep. to get licensed. Yep. And you know what you should be doing during all that time? Covering, Covering your mouth. Covering your cough. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So I just found that interesting. Yeah, uh, Interesting is the word for it. Yes. We've learned how to cover our cough, well, said Peter. Doctors. Who is a doctor? What do they know? Hi, this is Israel. It's time to, for uh, Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. On the line from Cave Creek, we've got Fred, and Fred is going to play with us. We'll give you a Spanish phrase here, Fred, and then we'll give you three English choices to try and translate it. Are you up for this, Fred from Cave Creek? I think I can do it. Fred, here comes your Spanish phrase. All right, Fred, does that translate into A, a cop just knocked on my door and told me my dogs were chasing people on bikes? My dogs don't even own bikes. <laughs> <laughs> B, I saw an ad for burial plots and thought to myself, well, this is the last thing I need. <laughs> or C, atheism is a nonprofit organization. Which one is it? Oh, that, that's got to be C. Yes. Yes, it C is. C sounds correct. C yeah. is about right. Yes. Well done. Congratulations, Fred. You have won in Time Out for Spanish. All right. Time Out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Shall we talk about what's going on at Monday Night Football? Well, I'm not sure we're going to get football yet, but when we do, Monday Night Football... It will change. It's going to be different. Joe Tessitore was the guy that with the incredible pukey announcer voice. Dull over did everything when talking yeah. about the football game. And then, of course, as is always the case, as Tony Romo has shown, the color guy can oftentimes be the star of the show. In ESPN's case with Monday Night Football, it was Anthony Booger McFarland. They're firing Booger McFarland. They're firing both of them. Yes. Yeah, they're both being replaced now, so we will have no more boogers on Monday night. <laughs> no more. It will be booger. It'll be a booger-free football game, which, by the way, if you've ever watched a football game, boogers are common. A lot, yeah. of, a lot, of, a lot of snot rockets being, being yeah, fired out in that sure. situation. So. Yeah, they were they were trying to figure out the way to, to fire Booger McFarland. Um, they were thinking, you know, we'll just flick him out the window. Yes, or, or you could you could always put him underneath the seat that you're sitting at the time. Just, just, just leave him right there. Nobody will notice. 
person. Finally, they decided just to uh, just to roll him between their fingers until he got smaller. Right. Yeah. And smaller. Yeah. He was spotted. He was spotted hanging out above the urinal in the ESPN corporate bathrooms for a while. Yeah. Not sure you saw Booger in there. No, it's a shame. They're yeah. they're getting rid of Booger McFarland. Well, they thought he was a good pick, but it turns out he's not. <laughs> he had his chance. But he blew it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Thank you very much. Yeah, we're going to miss Booger. <laughs> That's greatest name. He was the guy who uh, he would ride along the sidelines in that sort of scissor lift chair. It was the first time you ever saw a Booger on top of the chair. Right, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Thought we were done with that, but there was, what a comeback. So in the last couple of days, last week or so, more people have been sort of filtering into our building here at KSLX. You know, more staff who've been home for a couple of months now. And starting today, we have to wear masks as we walk through the halls. And anytime we leave our work area is the way it was it was the way it was written. It's going to so. be weird for us because we've been in the building for the past two months not wearing masks because, you know, we're fairly you know, quarantined, and the only time we see each other is here at work and that kind of deal. And the building has been locked down for the most part. Yeah. So it'll be a change for us. Like, I literally have to put a mask on when I leave the studio to walk from here to my truck. That's it. Because yeah. that's the only I, thing that's going to happen when we get off the air. And I don't know. I'll pull my mask up right now, and I don't know if you can tell. You can tell a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, it's a little muffled. You, know, you can hear it's a little bit muffled. But I now have a, a little bit more sympathy for women who are forced to cover their face because of religious stuff. Yeah, the burkas and it's all not, that stuff. Suddenly that, not that, comfortable. Yeah, suddenly that it's a minor, a major inconvenience. But my big question here, and I don't know if anybody can answer it. If you can, it's 480-470-KSLX. Why does somebody wear a mask when they're by themselves driving in their car? I don't have an answer for you there, man. You've seen it, right? Uh, well, I, I don't think I've seen it with somebody ride, driving solo, but I did see when I was meeting somebody in a drug deal-like transaction to buy a piece of equipment in a, in a parking lot at the old Guitar Center up in, up in Scottsdale. Right. I, uh, I saw a couple drive by, by past us in a Rolls Royce, both wearing masks, and I thought, well, what are they doing? A couple. They're together. <laughs> they if, if one's infected, the other one's probably infected all, already. Yeah. I mean, the mask... Yeah, so, I, g- I gave that up, uh, you know, months ago, worrying about getting infected by my wife. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, you know, so, yeah, but I haven't seen it solo yet, but I have seen it. Now, here's the thing. How far away from somebody having a mask on and then putting the mask on their mannequin in the HOV lane? Yeah, yes, because now well, it's going to be that much more difficult to identify that it's a mannequin. That's what you'll really get in trouble for is having the unmasked mannequin. Yeah, it's the unmasked real, mannequin. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, the question remains. It's like, um, OK, your windows are up. You've got AC blowing and you're in your own car. Right. OK, really? 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 I, I don't know why somebody does that. Perhaps somebody could explain it. Um, but that has puzzled me over the last few weeks. I saw it for the first time maybe three weeks ago. And since then, I've kind of noticed it more. It's kind of like when you buy a car, you notice all the ones of the same make and model on the road. Yeah. This I've been noticing like crazy. People solo in their vehicles, windows up, mask on. Well, it's interesting. I keep, I keep, uh, uh, I have two of those Law Tigers masks that Ari gave us to give away. Yeah. And I have two of them sitting in the, uh, like in the driver's side door of my car, of my truck, because if I go someplace, I take one, I, th- I throw it in my pocket in case. They require that yeah. you wear it. Like, I don't want to wear the mask. And, and, and if I'm by myself and I'm not encountering people, I don't wear the mask. But if I'm walking into a place of business, yeah, I throw the mask on, put it up over my face like, like you just did, and, yeah. and game on. 
But I don't understand the idea of dry, like getting in the car. That would be like that'd be like bathroom when you live alone and leaving and closing the door and locking it. What's the point? Right. <laughs> you know what so, I mean? To finish this segment, I'm going to put my mask on and say it's Mark and Neanderthal, 100.7 KSLX. I feel so. I sound a little muffled. A little I have, bit. Yeah, I have little my bit. mask yeah. up. Yeah. All right. I, so. gotta, I, I don't remember. I, gotta, uh, I have my Law Tigers mask over in my truck. I got to check and see what masks I have in my bag. Yes, we have uh, requirements now here in the Hubbard Radio Building to wear our masks. But we were talking about why, and I've been seeing this more and more often. Oh, you got your retroactive mask. Yeah, nice. the, band, the band Retroactive sent us masks. So hang on, I'm going to put it on. Yes. See if it, you, you can hear any difference. All right. We've been seeing people more and more in their cars by themselves with their windows up. And their masks still on, which seems strange to me. Paul, with your mask on, does that seem strange to you? It feels like I'm wearing panties on my head, Mark. <laughs> and and we have a problem. I have a huge head. Yep. No one. <laughs> when I talk with the mask on, it falls off. Yes. Well, it comes down over your nose. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't put my chin yeah. in it. Yeah. It's like it's a it's a banana hammock on my face. Is yes, what it is. is. Yes. No wonder it sounds a little. Muffled. Oh, I see anyway, what you did there. Thank you. Let's get some reasons why people might wear their masks in their cars, driving alone with their windows up. I do it all the time. After I've been in a store shopping, I keep that mask on until I get back home and I'm able to wash my hands. Then when my hands are clean, I remove my mask so I can actually use it again. Yes, anything that I've touched at a store or in the store, um, then I'm not going to touch that mask to remove it until my hands are cleaned. Oh, I can explain it. They're idiots. (laughs) Nice. Uh, I've actually done that a couple times, but the only time I do it is if I run into to like a Circle K or a 7-Eleven and buy a drink, I put on a mask, and then I'm going to go and stop somewhere else that's just down the street. I leave the mask on in my car. All right, so that last guy, it's convenience. The first woman, it's like seriously paying attention to where the germs might be. A little on the OCD side, a little bit. And killing them when she can. Yeah, a little bit there. You know know who's been a forerunner for us, though, here in the building is our producer, Guido. For like almost two months, he's been wearing a mask. Yeah. Trying to. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah. do you ever do you have, do you do it while you're driving at all? Oh yeah, pretty regularly. Like driving by yourself on your way home with your windows rolled up on the freeway. Yeah. Why? Well, I mean, anymore you have to have your windows up because the AC has to be on. Yeah, get to that it's point. hot enough. You're right. Yeah. Uh, no, I, most of the time it's if I'm on my way home and I know I'm going to stop somewhere. I don't. I don't want to be unprepared if I go through a drive-through and pick something up or encounter someone. No, I get it. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it, it sort of makes sense. It's just going to be weird. And again, that's the first time I put that style of mask on. I can't wear that style of mask. It just doesn't fit my face. Oh, yeah. mine's really comfortable. That's why you see me wearing it all the time. But uh, you also feel like a NASCAR driver wearing a or a ninja. Yeah, yeah. Ninja. I like I like mine because it's just around my neck, and I just pull it up. It's like uh, it's this it's law like tiger thing. Yeah. It's like it's like it's a, a gator uh, style. Yeah, it's like a sock almost. It's a gator, yeah. yeah like, is that like what they, they call it? Yeah, like one of those things you would wear if you were snowboarding or, or skiing right. that you put up over your face. Yeah. 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 I, have a, I have a cowl like that for when I'm riding my motorcycle in the winter. A cowl is you another thing. It, it yeah. looks like a, yeah. a ninja head with uh, with some little bit of breathing holes in it. The breathing holes are good in that situation, but not in this one. You don't want any mask with, with breathing holes in it. So, right. But so, it, question. Yeah. I, have a, I have a ski mask at home. Would that be overkill, you think? Like a full-headed, like just your eyes are showing? Well, would that, again, would that help with facial recognition type stuff? This or? brings me back to my regret over getting rid of my Darth Vader mask all yeah. those months ago. Well, uh, you know, another yeah. guy guy email. 
detailed the reason why he wears Well, this a, is the whole, this is hilarious. He goes, and this is another regret that I have. Had I known this, I might I might not have had to spend five hours in front of the deferment program. He says it has nothing to do with COVID nineteen. Wearing a mask while driving alone in your car makes you immune to photo radar. Brilliant. Genius. Point taken. Yeah. Game, set, match. Mic drop. So it's interesting. We've been talking about the masks. And, you know, I, well, we got, I, we... I asked the question, you know, why would you wear the mask? Because I'm truly wondering. I don't know if you're right or if you're wrong to do it. But why would you wear your mask in your car with your windows rolled up and you're by yourself? And, and some people called in with different reasons why they do it. You know, some people called in and said, ah, it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Well, we got we got an email here at the radio station yesterday from our vice president because they're going to start opening up to staff coming back in here. Not to not to listeners like we, we can't we're still not going to allow people in the building. Right. But people have to work here. And with the state opening up, you know, business is going to start taking place here again. So we got an email from the vice president of our company saying, hey, just so you know, by Wednesday, and that means tomorrow, everybody in the building must wear a mask if you're not in your immediate work area, meaning in the studios. That means I have to walk around this building wearing a mask on my face. Yeah. I'm not happy about it. I don't like it. I don't want to, but this is a place of employment, and this is the courtesy that I'm supposed to extend to my right. coworkers. Right. So I'm okay with it. I'll deal with it. Yeah, it's no big deal. It's a uh, minor inconvenience at best. Yeah, and the sa- same here. That's what I'll do. But it, it always, it's always a curiosity to me when we, we get calls like this. Okay, and here this is short, but here's what he said. Mask isn't going to help you. The mask isn't going to help you. Now, unless you're wearing a lab coat. Yeah. <laughs> And you're in a basement right. of a research building or a hospital or something like that. You don't know. You don't know. I, I've got a, a friend named Bob who's been a bartender for many years. Okay. So this one place he used to work, there was a guy who sat by himself at the end of the bar, just kind of with his head in his hand. But he'd overhear other people's conversations. And occasionally he'd hear something, he'd stick his head up and go, you don't know. And then he's put his head back down again. And he might that have been right. What, that is what I say about that. We don't know. I don't know. You don't know. Unless you're a researcher and you've done years of research, you probably don't have any real idea as to whether the mask works or not. What does it hurt to be courteous to other people? Look, you don't have to wear pants. Pants don't help you in any way. Once you've developed bowel control, there's really no need to wear pants. You wear pants as a courtesy yeah. to society. Yeah. And if it's That's private, why you do it. Yeah, if it's private. The, the mask in the car, yeah, it seems a little silly to me. It does. And I don't do it. No, and I won't. And I've worn the mask very occasionally, only when going into supermarkets. Right. Um, but it's not for you. You know, you hear that all the time. The mask isn't for you. It's for other people. And you're right. Look, you, you know, you're very unlikely to burn your house down. Your house is very unlikely to have a house fire. Right. Yet you have homeowners insurance. Mm-hmm. You are very unlikely to be hit by a car when crossing the street, yet you look both ways. Yeah. Just wear it. You could die if you wear your seatbelt. And yet we know that you're less likely to be injured and less likely to die if you wear the seatbelt. So it doesn't protect you in all instances, but you still wear it. If wearing a mask doesn't help why do we cover our mouths when we cough or sneeze? Mm-hmm. Same concept. Yeah. I'm not saying I know because I don't. Pr- and it's not foolproof. No, you don't know. Yeah. But, but, but if you can reduce the risk, why wouldn't you? Right. That'd be a little selfish if you didn't, right? So, yeah, just, it just, 
you know. It always makes me wonder when people are like that doesn't work. Yeah, if yeah, ma- if masks if masks work, why why are we uh why is everybody still locked down? And if they don't work, why do we wear them? Yeah, I don't know the answers, but I yeah. do know the mask probably makes it less likely to spread. Yeah, well, I think that's common sense. Well, here's the thing: you, you go to go into the, the the washroom at work, spit in the sink, then pull your shirt up over your face and spit in the sink. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, it's Corona. Coronavirus, worse than music from Billy Ray Cyrus. Well, we don't know how many more of these coronavirus updates with jokes we're going to have to do, but we still have to do some of them. But with the news of coronavirus and some of the developments in it, some of the news is not necessarily pleasant. So we try to balance it with a little thing we like to call the coronavirus update with with jokes. That's right. And these are things that we do know. We're not speculating here. For instance, we do know that the Internet, oh, my gosh, so much outrage, so much outrage over one of the Kardashian sisters TPing one of her other sister's mansions. Now, look, we've all thought about it. Sure. But not during a pandemic. No, because there's a toilet paper shortage being caused by this pandemic. Actually, it's being caused by absurd panic. Exactly. People Um, who are unnecessarily hoarding toilet paper for something that is not a digestive situation. Right. But the Kardashian sisters are being accused of being clueless and tone deaf. Be accurate. Yes. Wasting toilet paper while less fortunate people can't even get their hands on any and are all chafed and sore because of it. Ouch. So there was this girl who, as a young child, lost the front part of her right foot in an accident. Gross. Yeah, it's tough. Very painful. As she grew older, though, she learned to function perfectly normally in society, despite the accident. Although it was hard on her to find her soulmate because many guys, as it turns out, are lactose intolerant. In a related story, there is something called COVID toe. Wow. This is a thing. It's a real thing. On your feet, you might see some purple blotches and or swelling or redness. Not unlike something like athlete's photo when you stub your toe or when you get uh, sort of a, a, a slight case of frostbite. You know, when okay. you take your shoes yeah, off and you sure. get that, that, that redness around your yeah. toenails and stuff like that? It's called COVID toe. It's a real thing, and it could be indicative of the fact that you've already had coronavirus. Hmm. I invited my girlfriend to the gym with me and then didn't show up. I hope she gets the message that we're not working out. Restaurants here in Arizona opened up yesterday. Not all of them, actually. There are some that are still holding off until they feel it's a little bit safer. But many, many places, in fact, probably most places were open. Um, And most of them were being a lot more vigilant about cleaning procedures like really, really washing down the booths and tables when one couple, when one, you know, set of customers would leave, the others would come in. Sure. Uh, You're getting condiments only upon request now. They're even wiping down the pens that you would use to sign the check. Yeah, they've been doing that at my uh, my chiropractor's office for a while they'll give you a free pen and then they ask you to throw it in the gar- in the cra- trash so yeah. yeah so a woman comes into the house and she says to her husband i can't believe this uh, that woman next door is sunbathing in the nude again i am so angry are you as angry about this as i am and the husband says ah i'm on the fence <laughs> 
And that is a Mark and Neanderthal coronavirus update with jokes. Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.